Hello and welcome to this episode of No Blasters with me, Karen Bartlett. Before I introduce today's guest, let me tell you a little something about Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com is the Sean Connery of pube removal, and by that I mean it's both the OG and the future. Um, I don't even know what that means, but anyway, I uh, I I use uh, my Manscaped stuff very regularly. I use the the Lawnmower 5.0. I use the Hedger. I use the Handyman. Uh, I use the Weed Whacker. These are all great names for different various uh, pube and body hair removal. Uh, machines, gadgets, if you will. Uh, I also use the ball wipes. I don't care. And um, actually, I use them because I do care. And I use ball deodorant. So if you want any of these fine products, which I would highly recommend, go over to manscaped.com. Use the code NOBLASTERS20. That's the word NOBLASTERS, all one word, and the number 20 uh, for 20% off and free shipping. I would also highly recommend uh, trying out the performance package, which is the thing where you get a selection of those gadgets and some of the creams and balms and what have you, the wipes, and they stick them all into like a nice soap bag and you get it all sent to your house. It's fucking great. Stuff's cool. It's great. Makes you feel nice. Smooth bag, whatever. Manscaped.com. Use the code NOBLASTERS20. 20% off free shipping. Thank you very much. We love Manscaped. They love us. Today's episode also sponsored by Joxer. Joxer is a sensational cafe, bistro, restaurant, eatery, food place uh, that have locations in Bangor, Hillsborough and Hollywood. This is uh, a fine place to go and get coffee. They do all the barista coffees that you can think of. They have a selection of teas. They do wee cocktails and all after 12 o'clock. Great times. Uh, Joxer's open every day. From uh, 9 until 4, open every day. Or sorry, open Thursday through to Sunday from 5 until late for dinners as well. Sensational. The dinner menu is different as well. So they'll have this all-day brunch menu. Then it changes into this fancy fine dining, great time, uh, what do you call it, dinner menu. If you want to book a dinner table, I'd highly recommend using resdiary.com. So you go over there, search for Joxer, pick which one you want, and then pick a time for your table, how many people are coming and whatever. Uh, very accommodating we place you know you have like we dietary requirements they'll sort you out like when we go in as a team some of the people will be like you know maybe gluten uh, what do you call it deficiencies they have uh, gluten intolerance or like lactose intolerance or like allergies and whatever they're very accommodating with all that they'll sort you right out it's dog friendly it's child friendly it's a great time so check out Joxer it's the home of Chaffles. We love them. They love us. Now, today's guest is none other than Irish comedy royalty. Uh, absolute legend. Neil Delamere is here. Wow, fucking rare. How's it going? <laughs> uh, I don't recognise the crown, so I'd like you to reintroduce me. Um, uh, I'd like to... Irish patriot, Neil <laughs> Delamere. Is Irish patriot dead, yes. Uh, yeah. I had to climb over the men behind the wire to get in here. I'll give the wolf sword, the wolf tones a lift up I love in a transit van. Straight in with, I don't recognise the crown. Unbelievable. Oh, Only because you put it in my head because you were talking about your show Majestic before that. I oh, loved yeah. your very pro read there with those two different Just sponsors. Straight I mean, yeah. I mean, because you were, uh, frankly, before the cameras turned on, an absolute shambles to, I con- have, I to, have to, been, to converse with. I won't lie, I've been up since before seven today. Right. And so I feel like... Yeah, but have you been drinking petrol? <laughs> because... <laughs> because you started off, you said, where are you getting that? And I said, Cookstown. And then 25 minutes later, we covered, <laughs> covered that you were in an M&S car park, possibly eating, possibly dogging. You, you had met some previous students uh, or current students in your previous school. Yeah. Whether there was an M&S in Cookstown, various different gigs in Armagh and everywhere else. And then uh, that's because I wasn't throwing money at you. But when... <laughs> Sponsors, Kim. I've never seen a clearer read of two entirely different products. No than script. That. It's no, all in here. No messing around. Coin depends on this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny, mate. I, uh, I am. I'm a scatterbrain anyway. But like the Jesus, like today, uh, pre seven o'clock alarm. Like that's, yeah, that's, no, that's not for me. Like yeah, that's not why I got into comedy. Like no, do you know what I mean? I actually physically resent it when it goes I off. Admit, I find like a deep, like it's like a deep anger. Yeah. Have you ever, has the alarm ever gone off and you just got, ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I've, oh, I always do that. We, we had a, um, a occasionally, so clo- I'm very late, like I'm very lazy in okay. terms of like, so I know I need an alarm, 
this is this is my life, right? I, I'll I'll be going to bed. I plug my phone in the charge and I set it down. Yeah. And then because of where it is, when I lie down, I would have to either roll over or stand up in order to get my phone again. And I realise in saying that how lazy this is because I could just roll over. But what I'll frequently do is say to Chloe at that point, you set the alarm, right? But Chloe, Chloe likes choosing, like my alarm's just like a generic fucking wake up, fucking yeah. ring, right? Chloe likes wee bits of music. But what happens over time is that you become deeply uh, psychologically traumatised oh, by yeah. that. So one that we've had that we can't, like if I hear it now, I'm like, is, you know, Pierre Gint, you know, the... Oh, mate. That's, that's supposed to be a peaceful piece of music. When I hear it, I'm I'm fucking lighting fires. Like, I hear it. Like, I hear it. <laughs> so, have you seen um, The Walking Dead? There's a bit in that uh, where Easy, Easy Street is just played to him over and over and over and over and over and over again. And uh, I have that with random... Anything that was on Dancing with the Stars that we had to dance to. <laughs> if you're in a shop and you hear it, you just go, ah. I, I forgot you did that, by the way. I forgot I did how, that How well. long were you on that for? Uh, we only did four, like four dances. Oh, that's, that's, it was great that's, crack that's, to that's do. That's like a month, like. Uh, no, no. It's, well, there's a good bit of prep in it and all the rest. But if you hear any of those songs, like I heard uh, that song. You know that song? Um, eh, blinded by the light. Bah, 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 yeah, bah, Blinded by the Light. I was, I, I, and I can the hear weekend. that now in London. And I just imagine... Uh, former professional cyclist Stephen Roach doing the jive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Nicholas Roach doing the jive. And it's just very, very, very weird to have that. I, uh, when you said that, I caught myself getting on like I was 55 there just going the weekend. See? No, you were delighted with I know it. Yeah. I know stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and they don't have all the E's in it. Either I don't know. What about uh, What was I like then? I mean, like in terms of like. Terrifying. And, and how often. Oh, terrifying. Like, how often do you have to. Like go train? Are you doing oh yeah, and then a month before it, you 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 get a load of time to do your first one. Um, right, right. And uh, so so that's not too bad. As you go on, like we didn't we didn't last very long, but um, as you go on, it, the pressure builds because you're beginning to learn. Kind of, you got less and less time to learn. Right, exams. right. Okay. So ideally, you wanted to. I went out. I would have liked to learn to jive. Right, that's the thing yeah, I wanted to learn yeah. and then I would have been happy so we were just we missed that by well I mean happy it's a relative yeah. term isn't it <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking to comedians here uh, would, have been, would have been less angry I'd have been less depressed <laughs> to learn the jive <laughs> <laughs> because my parents uh, my parents met jiving like in, in, oh, really? in the 40, uh, the 50s actually wow yeah so I would like to have done that but yeah it's it's uh, like all think of all the th- comedy things you've ever done and multiply the fear by a million do you know I've, I, I've felt it and this isn't the same thing but we did like a boy band thing at the end of my SSE shows right and I was more worried about that being fucked especially on the first night I was more worried about somebody forgetting the steps for that but you can laugh at that if it's your yeah. own I had to yeah no it's actually I had TV to open fuck, yeah. with a professional dancer the show and you know there's a half a million people watching I was the very first person of the very first thing with a little with a South African girl who inadvertently would say stuff like that she didn't realize so so there was a point where I was learning the tango and she had a, a, bro- a broom handle on my shoulders and for some reason right I would keep doing that right right, I, right. sorry I would keep doing this keep doing this and after a while I forgot, drop the hand drop the hand she'd roar she'd drop the hand <laughs> drop the hand and then she'd wonder why the next half an hour was you giggling yeah. Yeah, yeah. for no reason and you're going I can't even begin to explain it's shouting over somebody slip the tongue <laughs> you know what I mean? oh mate that's fucking mental yeah Fucking hell, I, I, for, I forgot that you did that. That's mad. What, uh, when, I, I did it, be, I did it because I did it during lockdown and yeah. you were, we were all going a bit mental. Aye. And you used to get offered it each year and then I thought, ah, it's a bit of crack. I feel like if I was ever offered something like that, feel free, by the way. Which um, one would you like to do? I'd, I'd have like what, like at a any oh, celebrity the, type show? Yeah. I'd love to do Celebrity MasterChef. I would love it. Would you? Yeah. I'd flat out love that. Um, what I, I want to make John Tarot weep. You know what I mean? But no, wow, what a kink. I know, yeah. What a very specific <laughs> kink that is. Nothing to do with food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to tie him into a chair. I want to dive into his soul. How, you know how I mean? would you, I think, how would you torture him? You put him in a George Foreman grill, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Slowly close it. Watch the fat I actually, I weirdly had a, a book of his that has a great name where it's just called John Tarot's Beef. And I, <laughs> is it I, people he's had rows with? <laughs> That would be amazing. It's just a list of just every every rise. Yeah, yeah. Oh mate, I uh, I would love to do that. I think. Do you know? Do you know? I want to sort of 
there's one that they don't make us anymore, I don't think, but I, I really liked uh, Bear Grylls, The Island. Oh, yeah. Or was that, but they then did a celebrity one. And the celebrity one was sort of like last crack because it was just last jeopardy. Do you know, I right. think when they put like uh, like civilians on it for uh, like non-celebrities. Uh, Did you they... do I'm a Celeb? No. So I think it just looks like you're just sitting around and I think that would melt me. Joel Dammit was, uh, did the blame game with us once and yeah. he, he said, uh, and he did really, really, really well. And uh, he said, you cannot, uh, you cannot overestimate how hungry you are and how tired you oh, are. Oh, really? Like how? Imagine, imagine yourself hungry and tired, and then trying to trying to be crack as trying well. Trying to be crack, uh, and trying not to murder yeah, someone. Just trying, trying to keep your profile up while not strangling <laughs> Nigel Farage. You know what I mean? Oh, Farage, be gone! I, I mean, know, you, you would have eaten his. I know that's yeah. the thing. I just yeah. be anybody because this has happened now. The last couple hasn't it? Where they've put on, they've put on these like, I mean, politicians like Matt Hancock, yeah. Nigel Farage, arseholes like who yeah. are trying to claw back a bit of I really relevance with and Farage, dignity. Farage, they, they should have not let him back into the country. No, that would have been yeah, very just, funny. I would have been so ironic yeah, as well. Yeah, he, they they put him on a small boat. Or yeah, if he if he if he's gonna be allowed back in, he has to come on like a, a speared fucking dinghy. Yeah, you know? and he and he has to land on a beach in Dover. Oh, yeah. what a fucker! Um, but yeah, I think I would I would like to do that. I think if I was ever asked to do, sorry, the sorry the Burr Grills one was good because you did get to do. I, I believe. Do you know what I believe would be good? What I could offer? Go on. The hunt. I could offer hunting skill. Oh, sorry. You know? I thought you were the one being hunted. No, 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 no. I don't want to offer myself to other celebrities. We, we, be like, lads, eat my leg. Do you know? Oh what I mean? no, I could. I mean, yeah. I could. I immediately could see myself with a stick and you hanging <laughs> like, down, yeah. and then apple. somebody else. Just an apple. <laughs> yeah. Apple in the mouth, coconut up the ring, just like we're 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 browning them. I uh, <laughs> I like. <laughs> The worry is that you know how you would be cooked. <laughs> that is sorry, you just immediately Please do not waste this meat, guys. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Cook but it all at once. Don't let me go sour in the sun. The last sunlight. will and testament yeah. of Kieran Bartlett. I forget about the estate. This is how I would like to be cooked. Slow cooker. 18. I want to melt off the bone. Oh, that's so what good. I do. Yeah. I uh, see that. See that what I call it. The, I uh, would eat someone, by the way, if I was stuck. If you were if you were stuck? Oh, I'm a hundred percent sure I'd eat somebody. I always wonder where you and start. Another thing, and another where you start thing, someone? Where you start someone? I think do you know the the bit that I would most likely eat is yeah. probably like a calf or something. Hamstring. Yeah, like it's definitely a leg though for me. It's, it's a I leg. Think, yeah. I think anything other than that, and you start getting it starts getting weird. I like. I mean, well, I mean, if you think, if you think about feet or something. No, that's just odd. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like I, uh, I watched this video of Marco Pierre White recently. Oh, the video wasn't recent, but I watched it recently of him making, like, uh, like there were it was like pigs' feet. Yeah, and mate, see the prep for that, mate. It, it was harrowing. He's like, so obviously, uh, you know, apart from washing them, and I'm like, so apart from washing the shed off them, mm. uh, the first step is of course torching the hairs off them, and he, he's 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 blow torching hairs off these pigs' legs, and then he he sweeps them away with like a wee brush, and then. He's into the shite then of like all bits of dirt between the toes and all. I'm going, and is it if there's one thing about pigs, it has stu- it's student shite its whole life. So you're going, that's a nightmare. Then he sort of he starts breaking it apart, and as he's like, as he's cracking the bones and all, it just starts to look and sound more like a human foot. So I'm looking at it going, this is fucked up. And then the thing it was thinking was, you slow cook it, you, you sort of boil it or whatever in water. And then you slow cook it in this like gravy thing that he was making. And when it comes out, th- this whole bit up at the top is so you've got this wee claw at the bottom, like the wee the wee foot, and then what would be the skin there is just like a fucking windsock, but it's just disgusting, like a genuine shit brown colour. And I was just looking at it, and then he's like, So then you just want to do something simple for the stuffing? And I'm going breadcrumbs or something, and he's like, So it's just morel mushrooms, little pickled onions, chicken mousseling. I'm like, I'm out. I, I, I that's the it. point you were out yeah I couldn't cope chicken muscling I was like I'll, I'll not have you mixing chicken with my pork no I was just I was just looking at it going <laughs> it's chicken muscling by the way a right wing Italian chicken <laughs> that's that's, that's that sounds like like a march on yeah. Rome <laughs> It's just, just all yeah. these chickens only with a right wing. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, 
just flapping. <laughs> oh, that's fucking so You'd hang a chicken muscleine upside down off a lamppost, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. you? That's what you do. See, I know this is uh, that's, comedy that's and that's history. This is you. This is you. Nobody will go understand any of these references. That's so good. Uh, Porcy and Hitler is lovely I just, as well. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I, 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 think I would eat, I, I'm telling you, I'd eat someone. I would, I would do legs. I don't think I could do the rest of them. I would eat someone and imagine like eating it, a face. Like that's oh, mental. Well, do, well, do you know this whole kind? Of, you know that one, the, the Andes one. It was oh, called yeah. Alive, and then there's a new one on uh, what's there's a new one on Netflix, kind of remade. A cannibal thing. Uh, yeah, where they crash and you have to eat everybody. Like, oh right, right. And my wife was looking at me, going, "Would you eat people?" And like, you know those Ryanair flights that were delayed. To Manchester last week by an <laughs> hour. People by an hour. Oh, I mean, the fella beside me would be gone. Yeah, yeah. There was one night when we we went to Brussels for the day, me and Shane and Niall, and when we came back on the way back, sorry, the the flight was delayed, and but there was a flight going to Manchester. We were we were going to Dublin. Now the great delay that we got was the guy. You actually heard the guy going, uh, "Yeah, so the plane has just landed in Dublin," and we we're like. So we've got to sit in Brussels and wait for it to fucking fly here. Then you clean it. And mm. then we're on. So we're going, that's a few hours. So we sort of just, we're nagger. We sort of just want to sleep. But there was a flight delayed to Manchester in the same bit of the terminal or whatever, but on the other side. And fuck me, they've been delayed for about eight hours. And there was a guy there had mobilised, like an army of people. Like he was fucking freaking out. They're, they're walking around handing out vouchers and he's literally going, do not accept the vouchers. <laughs> This is blood money, and I'm sitting there watching this crazy. Like, and he's going, <laughs> accepting the vouchers means you accept this chronic delay and all this. And I remember like looking at Shane going, I can't need to fucking chill out, don't he? But then, in fairness, they were giving people vouchers for the one, the one uh, like bar that was still open, mm. and they were giving them like three quid. And the bar is like at the start of the airport, and it's like twenty minute walk away, twenty five minute walk, and people are just like. Freaking out, but mate, it was fucking incredible. But you could eat someone like that. I could eat his convictions. Oh, God, you know yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, well, also, you know, the person you're shouting at is really the person making that decision. Yeah, exactly. So he's, I went in, I uh, was, went into the lounge once in, in Dublin Airport because I was doing very well. And uh, I was, there was a. Oh, like the the, the business lounge? Oh, no, oh, oh the business yeah. lounge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you actually, you, they bring you a selection of people to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just random people from all around and, the world. How do you like your purse? Yes, yes, uh, yes. Ah, thrifty. <laughs> the Dickensian <laughs> menu, please. And there was a guy in, and it was the last flight out of the night, and there's a guy in right before me, and. The, the girl in the Aer Lingus Lounge said to the man, uh, she goes, listen, the flight's delayed by an hour and a half, so I'm so sorry about that bad weather. And he lost his mind at her. And you're just like, it's clearly not her fault. Yeah, so he yeah. goes to sit down. There's, there's only the two of us. And you're like, oh, I was thinking, well, why do you have to get back? You're getting back at midnight anyway. What do you, what's so important? Now yeah. you're going to get back at half past midnight or yeah. one o'clock. Are you meeting a dealer in a car park? Well, what do you, like, relax. It's not a business meeting that you're missing. Yeah. So he sits down and I walk up to her. And uh, I said, I believe the flight is ca- is delayed. And she goes, yeah. And then I wink at her. So she knows I'm on her yeah, side. Yeah. And I said, why is it delayed? And she goes, it's because of fog in London. And I said, why didn't you blow the fog away? <laughs> and and, she, and I, she genuinely said, because I have asthma. <laughs> and I fucking lost it. And we, he knew we were taking a piss out of him, but there's nothing he could do because we yeah, didn't yeah, say anything. Yeah. And uh, I thought he's <laughs> such a dick. And and fairness to him, at the end, he actually on the way out he apologised to her. I've oh, never seen wow. that before. Jesus, yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Like, I, I, you rarely see people uh, apologise for being a complete cock. No, I've I've been a cock a couple of times. Go on, I was a cock the other night. To be fair, what did you do? This is so bad. This is up there with not rolling over to set my own alarm. Okay. Uh, we, well, we, we were going down the the SSE to watch like uh, my favorite, and there was a game on, like a Giants game or something. So it was very busy. And uh, I said to myself, "It's like a Cure Bartlett gig around here." <laughs> anyway, uh, it was very busy, and the guy that was like a Cure Bartlett gig. The guy, the guy, <laughs> <laughs> Fucker! The guy, the guy went this into the side of the car park where there's like literally no spaces, right? Right. And then we drove around and we finally found a space. And I'm very aware that we're approaching that time where the common attractions are starting. And I still, I don't need to see them, but I I know from experience of the cinema that 
it it takes time to you know buy your water and what have you and and your uh you know show your tickets and whatever and i'm starting to freak out here i'm gonna miss the first five minutes of uh the fast whatever the is x whatever this woeful film was what was that for the holdovers shite by the way paul giamatti movie it's getting like these top reviews it's a real wank fest like i'll talk about it in a minute anyway so we were we're uh going in and uh or do you know what it was for it was for baghead a, a, a horror film i had no business seeing i was fucking terrified like it, it was actually good though but anyway we um we we went so he directs us the wrong way we're going to get a space and we're going to walk out of the car park and we're literally walking past this guy and we're pretty much past him when he shouts over and goes uh sorry can you come back and go out that way and i went i know what i said and i went I'm not really, like. Right? <laughs> I know, and, you're, and, oh, no, that's a mistake. And, as soon as I said it, I went, oh, you dick. And I went, why? And he goes, pedestrian exit's over there. And I was just like, I know. I went, right. And then I did it. <laughs> and I know that on my way to the pedestrian exit, all I was doing was, like, cursing him, just going, like, fucking dick, fucking boys, this wrong way, fucking says we have to walk, it's freezing, Meh, missing a film. And... Here, saw all the film, didn't miss anything. Screw it. <laughs> Bagheads, so Bagheads, like, Bagheads a thing about What a some, story. What a story. <laughs> some woman, I went to, consider I went to this go an apology, if you heard me shout, not just, uh, Bagheads this thing about uh, a woman who is like an old, she, she's a witch from like centuries ago who lives in a basement under some bar in like London or something. And, she has a bag over her head, but uh, this is true. And and is she, it blind boy boat and, uh, and she she has uh, an ability where if you bring an item belonging to somebody, you can give it the bag head, <laughs> and you just strap her in the seat, and she eats the item, <laughs> and and then brings that person back from the dead, and for two, and for two minutes you can speak to them, but after two after two minutes. Of course, it's it's her speaking through them, then. right? And she's evil, so she's trying to convince. She try and fuck with you and convince you. Is this? Did you have too much cheese? <laughs> Go to Tesco and hear a voice that said "unexpected head in the bagging area." <laughs> And then you put all these things together, it's and then not. the machine talks to me like the voice of my dead grandfather. It was mental. Like it why two minutes? I I don't know. They never, they, so, they don't go into the why. So that's what I'd want to know. <laughs> so talk me through this. So, so, so backhead is this which I go and meet her, and I go. I have my great uncle's walking stick, and she goes. She, she to goes. Fair, to be fair, all the items were quite small. Well, okay. so like oh, so I found two. Yeah, two she'll need a wedding ring. She's not going through okay, a pair of right. socks. His, you know his I mean? pocket watch. Yeah, yeah. From the from she'll the sec- uh, so she'll eat this. Yeah. And she'll go my who my great Dublin uncle. Yeah. She'll go. Uh, oh no no sorry so so and then she no no no, oh, no. So, so she will turn into that person. All right. So your so, actual great uncle is sitting in front of you, hell right? Going, and yeah. you can say to I'm him, very disappointed. You could have been a doctor. Exactly. <laughs> All and, that you, stuff. and you can say to him here, you know, I wasn't there when you died. What's the crack? Or yeah. here, what happens in the afterlife? Right. Yeah. And you can ask all these questions. Uh, and and that person is pretty much getting on like they've had too many pints, and it's all about. Oh, I don't really remember. Oh, it's good to see you. Where am I? You know, and you're like, right. And then after two minutes, their eyes will go like, and it's her go like then. dark. And then she, and then it'll go. Then it, then you'll get the. Oh, you should have been a doctor. You know. Oh yeah, and does the voice change? Uh a wee bit. Yeah, it's right. more. It's it's less. <sighs> and more. Uh, you know, and uh, it's here. It's a free podcast, right? And, uh, and so she, I would classify that as the difference between three points, Kieran, and four points, Kieran. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> right. So then, so then, what's happening in the wider story is there's a girl, and she owns. She she has inherited the the bar. Is it a plastic bag or a uh, like a bur- like a burlap sort of sack? Oh right, right, okay. So there's no sort of recycling issues. Yeah, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. and uh, just a bag for life. Yeah, and um, so so she she's inherited the bar. She puts her name on the deed, uh, and it's all about the deed. If your name's on the deed, you're the guardian of Baghead, and your job is to keep Baghead in the basement. I know it sounds shite. It was surprisingly entertaining. It sounds like someone who huffs glue. 
That's what it, it says. It was very glue based. No, and but then, like that, the bag and the... Oh yeah, that, mate, she's metal and the way she eats it and all. Terrifying. You give her the ring and she'll go... <laughs> and that's it. Metal. <laughs> and then, you eat chicken muscleine. And then... And then... And then she lives in this other, like, like in this dark door of the basement that you're not allowed to go past. And then, of course, you know, the character's going to go past it. And so the three characters that are alive are, like, this girl, her mate. And it, uh, and and her mate is just in the most thankless role of being, like, oh, this is a bit crazy. And you're going, Dead. it's a bit crazy. It's fucking mental set. Like, it's all... I will say this. The one bit that was a bit unbelievable to me was... <laughs> The is, one is, bit is, is their reactions to this happening because, like, they're going, "What is? What does this fucking well, thing do?" Driving around in a van with a Great Dane solving mysteries. You you would have hoped, but <laughs> it would have been more realistic if, if that Great Dane was making sandwiches. <laughs> rag, 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 rag. It, it was, it was, it was mental because then this guy comes into it who's like desperate to uh, see his his wife, and I feel like they didn't totally explore us because. This is a good twist. Oh, his wife's dead. And he's he, doing okay, like yeah. a thing where he's like doing like, a, I'm yeah. just really desperate. I need a chance to say goodbye. And then when he, so the first time he gives her a ring, her wedding ring, and his mom appears and he goes, oh, fuck, should I give her my man's wedding ring? And they're like, right. So then he comes back the next day with more money and he's paying them to do this. So he comes back and he gives over some belonging to the wife and she comes back. And the first thing he says to her is like, "All oh, like, oh, I can't believe it's you." And what's the house called? And then, and then <laughs> what's the Netflix password? Right? And he, and he fucking <laughs> yeah, I forgot the Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, the next thing he, he next thing he says to her is, "Who were you going to see that night?" Oh, and you're like, "Oh shit!" That's just called Jerry Springer up in this, and uh, it, that well, whole bit was good. So hold on, but now. Is it the so he gave he gave the wedding ring of his wife, but it was his mother's. Yeah. So obviously, Baghead has some degree of proprietary. I mean, she has rules. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so, so, so whoever many owns rules. it first, whoever owns it first, that's who's. So if somebody through. came along. It's like a fucked up antiques roadshow. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, she's, she's big in the provenance. She, she like, needs a She letter. needs to know where it's come from. Do you know what I mean? So if you if you came in and you gave her something <laughs> and someone else that you didn't appear, eat eat this bit of stolen Nazi art. Yeah, and we'll find out who owned it. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, you have a small little ma- Madonna with the big boobies from Allo Allo, and then it's suddenly. It's some poor family who's it's been taken off. Yeah. So what? Fuck Baghead, Baghead. What we could use is Baghead Two is just her establishing who owns what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. imagine now. Oh, we get, we get, we give her the Proclamation of Independence, <laughs> and we give her the Ulster Covenant, and Northern Ireland's constitutional <laughs> position is decided <laughs> by Baghead. By Baghead. It's not sense. any worse than what's oh, going mate, on. That's between great. Westminster. I can't believe. I couldn't believe. Then he eventually he eventually goes a bit nuts that guy. Oh, uh, the, the guy who murdered his wife. He he didn't he actually sort of it was weird that he, I don't he, think he murdered, murdered her. her. He was he was giving her pills, and the pills caused her to crash the car. Right. He was a bit coercive, right? Uh, a bit. And um, do you see Baghead without the bag at all? She always bag bags full around the bagless. I think she de bags. Uh, towards the end and she's like a terrifying bitch it's it's a Dyson opportunity isn't it if Dyson sponsored the, the next one and she had no bag <laughs> yeah it's just a, it's just cyclone head, yeah. her head spinning yeah. around really fast do you know there was a couple of great jump scares in it though there was a, a jump scare that totally got Chloe okay. her picture falls off a wall and she absolutely shat in the cinema okay and then there was one where uh, oh this was a cre- this was a creepy jump scare not just a jump there was a creepy one where Somebody's like looking at a laptop and then pulls the screen down and they've just seen uh, everybody, everybody that has their name on the data. This bar has died or has killed themselves, right? Yeah. And she's like, oh my God. And there's a picture of some old German guy going, you know, and then she pulls the thing down and his fucking ghost is sitting there just going, you know, classic horror movie, you know, I'm just sitting here smiling. <laughs> right. And like, you just shit your monks. And the, there was a couple of people sitting on the other end of the row and I saw them out of the corner of my eye doing a big like sort of fucking reaction to that one because that was creepy like you should it was go, a good movie though I would go back to the cinema dressed as him as as, as a creepy it, just creepy German barman at the end yeah. of the row 
I'm on the likes I am, of I am Otto Vogler. That's me. I don't know how I've remembered his name. That's crazy. That, wow. That's, that's, that I've amazing. really put a lot out of my dick holder. Like, also, there was a couple. <laughs> so you keep all your memories. That's right. That's, that's right. I keep German names because they're so sharp. So I, uh, I, um, I, there was. Well, do you know, wow. Do you know what it is? So I've talked about this once or twice. You have, you have we, a master's, don't you? I've made a two masters. And your PhD. And a PhD. So presumably you require the ability to, you know, recall things. Yeah, so if I ever see it. you in an exam, in an exam, <laughs> and just uh, pulling uh, at yourself, just, you're trying like, to remember yeah, who I'm try, commanded I'm trying, the, to get, I'm trying to get a date. Out, yeah. The Battle of Stalingrad. <laughs> who was the sniper? So I... Uh, we we got we got some we we got some great treatment from the cinema to be fair because we okay. did a wee event for them and they gave us a free cinema pass for the year. Great days, right? You know, we've been to see some shit in January. Like, I mean, just like you know, because it's free, so you can just go. So like, we've seen seen some good stuff. Beekeeper with Jason Statham, very good. Queen Rock Montreal, a weird but good time, right? And then Baghead was actually really funny. Night Swim, have you heard of this one? No. I don't want to spend as much time on this as Baghead. It's a simpler story. It's about a swimming pool that can kill you. That's Loch Ness. It was. It was. Yeah, it's the baby pool in Andy Town Leisure Centre. It was. It was. <laughs> don't swim in there. Is it dangerous? It's all piss. Yeah, it's all piss. I, uh, I can you can you see that wee shite? No, that is a wee shite that has been done many years ago. That is. There was, I mean, have you seen Cocoon? This is like the reverse yeah. of Cocoon, because Cocoon is, Co- there's a swimming pool that can keep you alive. This is a swimming pool that can kill you. And it has but the cocoon, yeah, but Cocoon, like, Cocoon is basically Lourdes Grotto, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a pool it's for a the sh- elderly that can knock. keep you yeah, alive. Yeah. It is, yeah, it's fucking rare. <laughs> I hate it. Do you know what's weird? I hated Cocoon, but I I watched it a lot when I was a kid. Have you ever watched, you know, when, where, where they tell you what age they are now, or they were at the time? Have you seen that? No, no. Like, uh, so, or any of the Golden Girls. So one of the Golden Girls, Blanche, Yeah. you know, uh, she is the same age as, like, J-Lo now, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And yeah, she no, he life. was only 33. <laughs> uh, boom! Uh, and then, <laughs> then who was... Victor Meldrew, you know, there's a oh, wow, somebody yeah, yeah. has now hit Victor Meldrew age, and it's just like yeah, but it's well, like, like Shakira, yeah, yeah, um, wh- wherever, uh, whenever, uh, ah, Shakira, uh, do you like that? Did you? Are you a fan? What do you mean? Did I like that? I mean, you said ah, Shakira, as if like ah, sh- you're well, looking back, like she's time. not in my life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go Shakira? You never go back. Do you know what's mental? I was talking about her. I I sort of. Did you ever put to come hither on somebody? Were you oh, what now? You know, you put the come hither on somebody, we talk about them, and then they die or something happens to them. I Did you write Baghead? I, <laughs> Were you Baghead? I, I, I at one of Shakira's albums, right? No, I um, I, I <laughs> believe. Trying to pass that I believe, and your I, hips not lying. <laughs> I saw, I saw, um, I saw an episode of. Who did uh, you kill? Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. I saw an episode of the Overlap, and it had the footballer. Gerard Piquet on it and he was yeah he was uh he was talking to Gary Neville and he used to he he was with Shakira for a long time they have kids and all mm. and I remember sometimes when I'm watching something like that I'll keep the tab open but I'll have a wee a wee Wikipedia squiz at somebody so I had a wee squiz and I'm like fuck holy shit he's with Shakira and they've got kids oh shit right and whatever and and, and then I was reading all about him I think he's like gonna be the first footballer it's like a fucking billionaire or something like that because of all these Mad deals he's made with fucking Spanish FM Saturdays and all right. So I'm having a bit of a bit of crack finding out about that. And then I was talking to Chloe later and I went, Where did you would sort of like have like, you know, this whole thing and you know, whatever? And I said something about him because they asked him a question about Shakira on the thing, what's it like sort of you know, she's obviously fucking probably more famous than you are, like, you know, blah blah blah. And he sort of did this weird little mm, sort of thing and I went Trouble in Paradise, perhaps? And about a week later. All news happened, and we were talking about it. But I, I believe I've come hither that relationship. I've killed it. Yeah, I'd say that's that's what happened there. I've gone. I've said to Chloe, "It's a wee bit weird." Yeah, uh, a wee bit of trouble in paradise. Yeah. Next thing, what is there? Trouble in paradise. And the spirit of Shakira, that like in that kind yeah. of what are the butterfly effect? You know, butterfly flaps its wings somewhere, and then there's a hurricane somewhere else. The butterfly flapped its wings. Yeah, in in Japan. Two minutes later, I was like, "Trouble in paradise." One week later, yeah. It's off. And, and butterflies all wrapped in with 
cocoon because you watched that earlier. And that's then, wrapped in a cocoon. The so speaking of cocoon, right? Night swim. Yeah. A ridiculous film. Like you know, this is the you know, only you know podcast how, you know, that you could play in any order. <laughs> In any order, at any speed, just words. and just uh, yeah. and it would make no sense or all just, of the sense. It's just Beatles lyrics. I um, <laughs> I we were watching it, and the story in Night Swim is basically they buy a house. It has a pool. There's a guy. He has he's a he's a pro uh, baseball player, right? And he's developing some kind of uh, Twitch. like yeah, some kind of fucking. It is like a Twitch thing. He develops like a, what do you call it, isn't it? Like a wasting illness or something. Okay. And uh, they say the pool might help him. So he's looking for a pool. So they get the pool. And then he realizes here, if I stand in this pool, I'm actually I'm able to fucking smash baseballs again here. I'm going to get back in the big leagues and all this. And then he realizes that the pool is actually trying to kill him. <sighs> it's as good as it sounds. And then... There's some drama. There's a great there's a great scene in it where uh someone's just like standing in the pool and just goes Whoa! and you're like, Right, that's it. That's scary. And then uh there's a scene in it the bit <laughs> like a walking again, bath. You know those I, ads for the older people. Old that, people where they go for a bath yeah. in their full full bathing suit. Yeah. You, that. Do you know what I would hate sitting in that for? Sitting in the dirty water I've always thought about this. Sitting in the dirty water while it drains around you. But that's what a bath is. No, but I but I get out of the bath if if I was getting a bath. Yeah. which I don't a shower. I would get out of the bath when there's still water in it and then empty it. Oh yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, but if but you're could you not do that sitting down? No, because if you open the door, water's gonna fucking go everywhere. Yeah, but you get to a certain level. Well, I th- Where do you clean your pig's face? <laughs> 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 but you can't, you're not doing that in the sink, you animal, are you? No, no, yeah, no, you're to- I, th- I think you'd, I'd have to do that out the back if I was doing pig <laughs> Um I trained a pig to just lie on its back. <laughs> so I, the, the worst bit, I will say, in either of these movies, I just I, need to I want to know about Beekeeper, but go on. I'll, yeah. give, you, I'll give you Beekeeper. Okay. It was great. The, the, the worst bit in any of these movies was the same in both films was a complete lack of reaction to something mental. So the complete lack of reaction. So the first time they see that guy's ma comes back and starts giving him shit about why she had uh, taken her own life and all, right? So his the ghost of his ma has come back mm. to give him shit, mm. right? And they just go, yeah, just like, this is fucking, that's... That's what happens. That's, here, that's baghead, right? And, uh, and then in the Night Swim one, there's a bit where... A, lud- a ludicrous scene, by the way, where so the the uh, that Irish actor who's in Banshees of Inisherin, she played the sister. Barry Keoghan. Oh no, I uh, can't uh, remember yeah. her name. Um, Condren. Uh, Laura uh, Condren is this? Louise Condren. Aoife. We're making it up. My okay. name is Kerry. Kerry, Kerry. Condren. So she's uh, she was actually really good in this. To be fair, and so to to be fair, she's great anyway. To be fair, Wyatt Russell uh, is the guy, and he was quite good in it. It's just a bit of a shit script. Anyway, but there's a bit in it where she goes to, like, she realises that, like, some family's on this place before them and she's trying to find out what the crack is with the pool. And this old, like, uh, whatever Japanese lady or something that owned the house is literally sitting there talking to her and then event and just goes, and all this black shit just starts pouring out of her fucking nose and out of her mouth. And she's just going, ah, mate, it's absolutely mental, right? Then she goes back to the house and goes, apparently the whole thing is, is that in order for you to get healed by the pool, somebody else has to pay the price. So cool. if you're going to get healed, somebody else has got to fucking walk into the pool and die. They realize their wee son, spoilers, is starting to get sick. And so the dad goes, somebody's got to pay the price. Does the da thing and walks into the pool. No one reacts to that though. No one goes, it's the last time I'll ever see you. Hug. No one goes, you know, you've been turned into a mental comp by this pool, but here, all's forgiven because you're going to give it up to save wee Timmy. None of that. Just like, somebody's got to pay the price. And everybody just goes, I'm so glad it's you. Like, it's just fucking, it's mental. But, um, so completely like reaction. So, so beekeeper. Okay. I'll give, I'll give you it all, right? Uh, Jason Statham is both a literal beekeeper in that he has hives. <laughs> I don't mean he's not sitting there. Oh, I drunk too much orange juice again. I mean, like 
you know, you get hives if you drink. That's a weird reaction. You get hives if you drink too much orange juice. No. So yeah. Or that's what I was told when I was a kid. Urticaria. Maybe they just didn't want me to drink all the orange juice. Idio- yeah. Idiopathic urticaria. Is that what that's called? Idiopathic means they don't know what's from and urticaria is uh, hives. Should have been a doctor. I know. So, <laughs> Should have so, been a doctor. <laughs> surely be, surely you know? beekeeper is the follow-up to uh, Baghead. Because it's just more stuff. It's just it? more shit. Yeah, because so, he's just more stuff on his head. So, and then it's and then the next one is full on clan outfit, yeah. <laughs> and then the next one is I don't know yeah, like dressed a, as a fencer, chewy, chewy, chewy Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's amazing. So, so beekeeper, he's both a literal beekeeper, and that he has like hives of bees mm. and does jars of honey for people. Right. But he's beekeeper is also the name of like a, you know, like a CIA. Or Black bag trainee operation, like assassin program that he was part of, <laughs> called Beekeeper. It's such a shy, shy secret name for when yeah. he is a Oper- beekeeper. O- like Operation Beekeeper, and then when you find out what it is, it's like... <laughs> it's like o- Operation Catch the Ra. I know, What's yeah. that about? Uh, it's about catching the Ra. O- operation uh, Fly Killer, right? Yeah. So you're going like... He, he basically, it's all about like... He's he's like a, like a hard Jason Bourne, right? Okay. And um, <laughs> uh, like more comic book Jason Bourne, yeah, and tough, not aroused, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I will be with you <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> just, just Matt Damon said with a heart on going, "Who am I?" <laughs> so, I have to pick some German names out of my cock. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's like, so he's like, um, he's like a retired, uh, he's okay. a, he's a retired operation beekeeper, beekeeper, but he's a he's a. He's, he's a, a current beekeeper. He's, he's a current actual oh, beekeeper. He's a beekeeper. Exactly. Okay, right. right. So one of the people <laughs> that he's given honey to, as it were, is the ma from the Cosby show, right? And he goes over to her. Phyllis Rashad. <laughs> is that her name? Is that yeah, she was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the that's fucking, the that's fucking unbelievable, right? Go on. So so uh, so he's over. He's been chatting to her. Everything's gravy, and then <laughs> and then is she, your husband still <laughs> giving people drugs? He's horrible. So so she's he, he goes to bring her over a jar of honey, and when he gets there, he realizes what's happened. Where she's been on the computer, yeah, and she's got like a you know like a a virus sort of pop up on her computer and say you know if you don't. Fucking ring this number now. There's gonna be problems. She rings the number. Oh, I don't really do computers. Just tell me what I have to do. And these guys talk her through, basically letting them into her bank account, and they clean her out, and they clean out a couple of million out of a charity that she runs and whatever. And when she, this is where it does take quite a dark little dip for about ten minutes. When she realizes what's happened, immediately kills herself. Right, and I'm like, that's that's extreme. Right, I mean, try and get the money back first. You know what I mean? Anyway, she she just immediately does it. Obviously, it's for the story. So she does that. Statham, not aroused by this, absolutely angry, right? Steaming mad. So he comes over to give her the honey, realizes what's happened. The cops arrive. The cops catch him there. And he's like, he's just not talking. And they're like, are you going to talk to us? And he's just like, no. He, he doesn't even, he just goes, and communicates no, right? But anyway, he... <laughs> The story then becomes what? Have you ever seen him diving? He's fucking unbelievable because that's what he did, wasn't it? There's, was a, a, there's a clip of him diving for in the Commonwealth Games, isn't it? Yeah, he's like that's what he did. He was a that's why he's fucking ripped asunder is because he was fucking he was a proper diver, wasn't he? Like that was yeah. his thing. Unbelievable. Um, I love that he's made a career. Like I actually think he's quite good in some things, and I like that he's made a career. He's great out of what I would describe as. Uh, a hard worker's amount of talent, if you know what I mean. Like his hard work probably does more than his natural ability for acting. Have you ever seen the uh, film where he batters the shit out of somebody with a hurl? I enjoy when he says, have you ever heard about the Irish game, Holy? <laughs> it's a cocky cross with murder. <laughs> <laughs> I can't great. remember what film it is, but it's... Uh, he just beats a condo to somebody with it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it, I, it's... It's not... Is it Crash or one of those? Or yeah. There's one of those. I don't think it's Transporter. I like transporter movies. Anyway, so he he basically then then the the uh, Cosby ma uh, her her daughter in the movie not a Cosby arrives 
and she's she's in the FBI, and the cops are doing a shit job. She's trying to find out what happened. So her and daughter was in the FBI. Or sorry, her daughter's a cop. Her daughter's a cop, and then they're. And she didn't try and get the money back. She immediately dispatched herself. Yeah, so she's dead. Okay. And they're going, what happened? And he's, he knows what happened. So he goes on then, a Jason Bourne, I'm going to fucking kill everybody, sort of a mission, kills all these people, blows the place up. You... Then the people that own the company. Spoiler. Are, are com- yeah, spoilers. They're coming after him. It gets a bit mental. It's all very action and chasey. There's a great bit where he ties somebody to a truck. It's one of the fucking most mental things I've ever seen in the movie. And then, uh, then it gets into... This whole thing then where you start realising that the people running the scam company are actually connected to the government and all this type of stuff. And then I'd actually he, he kills would watch this one. It's fucking great. Like, Have you seen I, Reacher? The series? I haven't. I, haven't. I hear it's bit, good. There's a brilliant bit in Reacher. I mean, the books are... Uh, I like some of the books. I really like the books. I prefer the earlier books probably. But um, And I also like the fact that... You know why he's called Lee Child? Yeah, I... I uh, it's Isn't it... He wanted to be between uh, Agatha Christie and Raymond Chandler in bookshops. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry, no. Yeah. Sorry, do you know what I'm thinking? I know why he's called Reacher. Right, okay, because, go on. Because, so, he was... He's very tall when, and he, he got in, stuff for yeah, people. What, it, it, it is that. It, that's weird. It's his, is it? It, yeah, it's... He's, <laughs> the writer, Lee Child, is tall. He's very tall, yeah. And his wife, when he was writing the first book, he, he hadn't actually given the character name yet because it's all first person so he'd only written the first few chapters and he hadn't written the name in yet so it's all like and what do you like of these Jack Reacher Johnny Ladder <laughs> Mary Stretchy <laughs> and, uh, Michael Handel Ronan Hightower <laughs> Ronan Hightower and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pulley yeah. so, he, so he, he um, apparently so she said to him well you know he, he helped some old woman in a shop reach something and his wife said to him well you know if the writing doesn't work out you'd make a great reacher and that worked and he, he went with yeah wow. Jack Reacher there's a bit in, in the uh, in the new series and you know you think you, I've seen everything in action films now mm. I've seen everything I've never and I'm not giving anything away because it's in the trailer there's a guy waiting outside in the car for him right and he walks out and your man's staking out wherever Reacher was in and he gets annoyed that this guy's waiting for him and he goes over and he kicks the front of the heart I've seen that in the an car so yeah. hard and the, the uh, airbag pops out and hits him out of the that's face that's great and I, think, and I just went fuck me I haven't seen that in anything <laughs> <laughs> See, well, that's what I felt about about Beekeeper because yeah. I hadn't seen anybody keep bees in a movie before, but I also hadn't seen this bit when he ties somebody to a truck. Is it was fucking mental? Like right. it actually, it's one of M1's reaction went for the first two seconds, and then you went, you know, it was fucking. <laughs> well, what crazy. was the second? I didn't know. Oh yeah, what was that? When he when he tied someone to a truck, Is that and you just excitement. Oh mate, okay. Rock. But like, I'm trying to interpret the sort of excitement that. You shouldn't be allowed to have outside of the house. Do you know what I mean? You're just like, don't make a dick yourself. But like, it's weird. We've seen some. Uh, this is. Like, I'm not going into any detail. Honestly, I promise. The whole, the holdovers. Okay. Trash. It's. Do you know what it's trying to be? Do you know? Do you know what subgenre it's in? Mm. Educational coming of age films. Uh, you know, like uh, I would throw Dead Poet Society. I would throw Scent of a Woman. I would even throw Goodwill Hunting and Fine Forester in there. Yeah, but you're not criticizing those, though. No, those are all great movies. Yeah. This is trying to be in that subgenre. Okay. And never really makes it there. Paul Giamatti's brilliant in it. Is there anything that makes something that happens in a film or TV series that you, makes you go, oh, this isn't going to be great? Uh, for me, it's the teenage daughter storyline. Oh. So it's not It's not when the whole thing is about teenage teenagers. So, like, if you look at. Um, uh, Yellow Jackets. That's right, that's right. kind of really good, right? Because it's all about them and their worries and their what happens to them all the rest. But if the teenage daughter storyline is added on to something mm. else, so Ray Donovan, she's a bit of a pain. Uh, Homeland, she's a bit of a pain. Twenty four. Uh, Twenty four. She just kept getting kidnapped. You're like, um, stop uh, trying to get kidnapped. Like there's a there's a million of them. There's the, and the you just go because oh, they're only because the character's only there for you to be to be annoying. They're there never was, sound. There was there was I I feel that way. The the show Californication, the daughter and that used to irritate me. Also, the there's a couple of ones though because you know in the Americans the, the same. In the, 
They're, they're both annoying kids, though. Yeah, and but then, it's always the same. So the daughter's beginning to figure out what the nefarious actions yeah. of the parents are. And the teenage children's always like, hey, what's going on? The, the son is like, they're always stupidly idiots. oblivious yeah. to the fact that his man and dad are fucking spies. You yeah. Know, or uh, wake yeah. up, cunt. It's yeah. having an under your nose. Like, ah, oh. see, do you know what one Mel to me? I was talking about this the other day. And it's in the first series of 24, his wife. I mean, I I don't think I've ever been happier to see a tragic ending of a character in my life. Like, I mean, spoilers here. It was like fucking 20 years ago. She gets she gets shot in the end of that. And I remember feeling relieved. Like she, do you know, there's, there's a four episode arc for her in the middle where she has temporary amnesia brought on by the trauma of the day. And she's like, she's just going, I don't remember. Oh. And like, it is the most melt, like it is so melting. You're just sitting watching going, <laughs> oh, and, but you know that if you fast forward it, you'll miss some detail that might come up later. So you have to sit through it. This is my, Shh. I have invented something. <clears throat> I want this to be invented. This is my idea, right? We're all second screening so much. I want a blue tint. Right, <laughs> a blue tint, purple tint, some sort of tint. Yeah, on uh, on a TV show when it is character stuff, when you're finding right. out about someone's motivation, yeah, yeah. where they're what drives them, and where they're here, <laughs> and where they're going, and where they've been. Right, I want a blue tint, I want a red tint for plot. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I can be on my phone and just go. Oh, I just talking about his dead ma. Nice. <laughs> He's talking about that time he wanted biscuits, but there was no yeah. biscuits in the biscuits in an Aaron allegory for fucking the love of his uncle. I don't know. Yeah. But if it's blue, I can just look up and then it'll be blue. I won't bother him. Yeah. Because I don't need to know that. I, and then when it's red. And when it's red, I go, all oh, right, no, so, ah, she's found the letter what in happens the, if it's really good writing and the character's generating story? Is there a purple tint? There's a purple tint, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, uh, and then like. When does that happen? Yeah, days. it's good Always for the does now. But anyway, I, uh, oh mate, I, <laughs> I, I would love to see your next script just to see. Actually, no, I wouldn't. I'd like to see the script editor's <laughs> Actually, face no, as you handed, <laughs> as you handed them the script. I reckon if you handed, I think you should get what we have talked about today written out. This is a, a transcript. Of a this transcript of this and give it to. I, you know the way they think AI is going to take over the world. I think if you gave AI, if you, you know it, it learns from yeah. AI, like so, it's machine learning. From my, yeah. I think you yeah. would have said, I think this is the equivalent of the Luddites smashing the shit out of a spinning Jenny yeah. in the Industrial Revolution. Kieran Bartlett could be the savior of the human race. Yeah. He talks such shit. Terminators are could, walking down the street. Yeah. I'll just come out and go. Have you seen the holdovers? Yeah, in Yeah. <laughs> Just terminator. I am now a soda stream. <laughs> I don't know. Everything is broken. Oh, oh Terminator. What a fucking great time. <laughs> like, oh, I, I love finding out facts about that. That's like, about Terminator the film. Yeah, or like it's just like I've seen uh Schwarzenegger talk about it a couple of times yeah. or like oh, what do you know watch a really weird but great interview with that guy Michael Bean, you know the guy who was like he's Kyle Reese in Terminator in the first one. He's like Oh yeah. He's in shit films like Navy. I say shit films, great shit films like Navy Seals and The Rock. Oh, he's in The Rock. He's and the, Alcatraz Rock, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, the, he's the leader of the Navy Seals. Oh, gives that great speech and then gets fucking wasted in the showroom. The you know, man following the general. You're under oath as United States Marines. Have you forgotten that? I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, fucking great. But he he talked about like how like Schwarzenegger and Cameron would be like. At loggerheads like during that and all, because Schwarzenegger would be like fucking saying, I should say this, I should say that, and he's going, I'll direct it, sure, will Arnold? You know what I mean? I'll, I'll write it, sure. Yeah. You fucking say what's on the page. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, and then I saw Schwarzenegger talking about something similar. He's saying, he wanted I'll be back to say, uh, I will be back. I will, or, I or, will be back. Or it was, yeah. it was a longer, it was like, I'll be. It was a great story. It was like I will be back presently. It was it was like an extra word in it, wasn't it? It was like I'll be I'll be coming back. I'll be coming back or something like that. And he was like, "Oh, you fuck up now. You know, I'll I'll tell you what to say." And it, it worked out like I love all those ones where you find out the, the facts, yeah, trivials, yeah. The oh. one on, um, do you know the one in Indiana Jones where he has the the guy comes out with the sword and there's all the mad sword, yeah, play, and yeah. then he just takes out the gun and shoots, yeah, him. yeah. Uh, he was meant to do something with the whip, apparently, oh, and uh, he had the flu. 
Fuck. And Harrison Ford just went, oh, fuck, bang. And they went, oh. we're leaving that in. Yes. That's deadly. That's a good one. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. I like it. That's a great scene as well. Because you do, you think this is going to be, is there, a, have they ever made, like I know some people don't think Indiana Jones is amazing or that it hasn't aged well. What? But I'm like, is it not the most crack? Like the first time you watch Indiana Jones. Yeah. And mind guy, blown. This guy's fucking catching all the shit with a whip and then shooting constantly. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's brilliant. Kieran Bartlett's TV film reviews. And then he's uh, catching things with a weapon, shooting cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I asked. You know what? I pitched some the other day. This is mental. This is a mental statement. I I might be doing something later in the year to do with sausages, right? And I know it's I said the thing. I know I said the phrase. You know, we get a couple of people in the room. People are cooking. I was like, <laughs> he goes. He's making a hot dog. This cunt's making a fry. Everybody, I wasn't even trying to be funny. Everybody was sitting there when I went, this cunt's making a fry. I was like, that's the slogan. We'll, just, <laughs> we'll, we'll pitch out the sausage company, will we? This cunt's making a fry. T-shirts, what all no. Aprons. <laughs> Fucking metal. Pitching that to the sausage company. <laughs> oh, what a fucking phrase that is. Mean, these are, these, I, I'll be honest, see some of the things I get asked to do, and I'll usually do it if it's mental. Like if it's something funny like that. Do you know the way you have to do a little uh, little uh, kind of trailer for, and it's called a sizzle reel. <laughs> Surely the sizzle reel for, yeah. oh my God, where am I doing a gig tonight? Oh, the home of sizzle. Cookstown. All of this that, is full circle. It as a place because it's not the company I might be working with. I'm you, only joking. You pork slut. Look at me, look at me going. Look, look, at how, look at how serious I am right now. Yeah, yeah. There's money. There's money or pork involved, one or the other. Unbelievable! All that there. All that. Somebody actually said to me the other day, "Does this mean?" Because I was talking about how I think like one larger company owns loads of sausage brands, which I thought was mental. And somebody goes, "Does this mean you're taking money from big sausage?" <laughs> no, that was ages ago. <laughs> I I I feel that this podcast and isn't that Bismarck quote you shouldn't be able to you shouldn't see sausages or laws or this podcast being made <laughs> do you know what I mean it, it should just come fully formed not a lot of people will drop a bit of Bismarck like you know what I mean? there's a, not a lot of podcast hosts I could drop it to <laughs> who would appreciate as much That's as you do enjoyable. I could see you going oh, on the inside is another one you know what I mean just straight out of it what um, no, is your host so here what's the crack game with uh What's the crack with Cookstown? So you're gigging her tonight. I'm on a tour, yeah. That's yeah. about uh, something like 70 or 80 dates at this point. I'm doing, doing the SSE I'm arena. Doing, my tour's like, I'm doing about nine. I'm like, oh, how do you do fucking 80 Um, I don't know. Like, that's <laughs> mental. Like, so, like, is this like you're going through... So I do... I be going through, like, fucking near every town, everywhere. I do... Uh, yeah, I try, I try and do kind of nearly every county in Ireland, and then I'm adding on a few in... I'm doing kind of Bristol and yeah. and London and Glasgow and Manchester and a few of those over there. So, yeah, do it every year. Do kind of uh, maybe maybe 60 dates every year. Do you year. do any in Kerry? Uh, I do, yeah. I'm doing Where, the INEC this year, yeah. Where's that? Uh, where's that in Killarney? Uh, yeah, in Killarney. Yeah, is good. Shem Satira in, in Kerry as well. Why do you ask about Kerry? I just like it down there. Do you? Oh, I love it. Oh, uh, no. Well, Kerry's... I like Kerry because Kerry's a little bit like Donegal. It has that sort of wildness, sort of. Um, I love it. You know, the pubs are named after people's surnames. That's what I don't like about you know when you go to London and it's all like yeah, uh, oh you coming down the dog and duck or the badger no, and stethoscope. I'm going to O'Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, that's what and you that's want. It. it doesn't yeah. even say O'Sullivan's. No. It just says or it'll just say Conlon. Yeah, you don't right. want. Oh, we're having cocktails in the Swan and Hysterisk me. You don't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You want McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah. There's always an owl at the end of the bar smoking a pipe made out of his own leg. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Tell you about the time you met a mermaid. Those lads. Yeah. We like there's a bit of wildness down there and I like the gigs for that reason. There's a wee town uh so we we, we would go to Camar. I love it there. Oh, yeah. There's a wee town just outside it. And I, I love when you drive through these wee towns and one family has dominated it for centuries. Do you know what I mean? Everything's just the fucking oh, this is the yeah. This is and, and it'll always be like a you know you get like a wee double barrel name. Oh, this is the the Healy Rays in Clarkin is, is the big one. Yeah, mate, they're all over. They're all over this other wee town. Yeah, what do you, what do you call a wee town? The wee small one. Well, it's probably uh, called Healy Ray now. Pardon? No, no, you yeah, know, the, no, you, yeah. you know the you know the wee small one that we go through. 
Dublin. Down near Canberra, that wee <laughs> tiny one where the petting farm was. Oh, fuck, it's gone. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, mate, they, oh, they love it. Do you know, we saw we saw a sign at one of the bars in Canberra for a, a clinic being held by Healy Ray, but it was like a political clinic. Oh, yeah. Which I'm just like... Not a laying on of hands. It was on like a Saturday night. Like, I'm going, who's going down to the pub of a Saturday being like, do you know what I want? Local politics tonight. You know what I mean? Well, we're going to see who's got <laughs> planning permission. Oh... Oh my god! Oh, I'm going to object to everything. Oh, the crack! Oh, the potholes in my street. I looked into the other day and I saw a kangaroo. That's how deep they are. I can say hello to my niece in Australia. <laughs> I love them. Uh, uh, proper carry, everything sounds slightly magical. No matter yeah, what yeah, you're doesn't saying. it? Yeah. It's, like, even if it starts off with. Even if it starts up like business speak, you know, we're glad you were at the meeting today because the fairies have come. <laughs> they're all here and they're doing their spells. <laughs> you know, that's we, everything. We, I heard, amazing. I think I talked about this, didn't I? The amazing quote I heard out of some woman just as I was walking past where she was just, like I'm literally just walking past, she's talking to some guy outside a bar, she's like in the middle of the fucking day and she, on the way past, on my way up the street, she was talking about like, because uh, it was sort of like late, autumn coming into the winter and it was getting a bit sort of getting that Christmassy sort of vibe you know and she's going oh I'd love to see the the, the long nights coming in you know there's some guy and yeah. I saw oh it's just beautiful right and then like on the way back I just hear her going oh I'd love to give her one good hard belt in the face myself the same girl <laughs> and I was just like Jesus fuck this is transform I, all I did was go to the bank like, it was, <laughs> it's fucking mental I love it down there though something uh, I love it there like I was just wondering where you do because there's a wee theatre in Kenmore and I, I'd love to throw a gig on in it some night. There's, like. Yeah, there's loads. There's the, I did a, one in, was it Calorclin? Some hall. And it was really kind of advanced. They could press a button and all the seats would move back Holy and forth shit. and all the rest of it. And one year was great. And then the next year, I went down and they were like, well, there's, there's not as many people now coming tonight. And I said, well, they're all, they're all in, in the musical. And the musical's on in Killarney and they're oh, all in it. shit. And they were all... Uh, the like people who went to the show performing? were in performing in musical. Fuck me. Yeah, it's... No, it's... Do you know ohm writing? You know, you know that old Irish... Uh, yeah, oh, like yeah. Nearly all of the ohm stones, they're all found down there. And uh, a friend of mine lives down there and uh, he's a doctor of folklore. Oh, fuck. And he drives okay. around and he, see, he goes, on my way to work, I'll see like a megalithic tomb there and a neolithic tomb there and all this... And all the stories are from down there, so it's, it's kind of a magical, yeah. You know, it's where Tiernan Og is meant to be Aye. under the sea, under the lakes of Killarney. I just, uh, I don't know. There's just something special out there. I, I sort of like, um, like we would have been out before we went and did like you know more driving around when we go down, but like been to Valencia Island a few times and that kind of thing. Have you been to Skellig Michael? I haven't been out to it. Do you know, we we me and my brother booked to go out to it, and then it's it called off because of the weather. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It looks fucking unbelievable. I don't, I don't know that it's built for me. I, I don't. Not not that anywhere is. I don't go. Is this built for me? Um, <laughs> meaning more. I don't think it's uh, Karen Bartlett accessible. Uh, you'd you know? be surprised, actually. Now it is. I'm still surprised people are, are allowed walk up. To be uh, honest with you, because be it's the, pretty steep. The steps up in here for me, I don't like them. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I get, it's not I get, for you. Do you know? If I'm honest. Yeah. Sometimes I'll time a piss so that I stop halfway up and go to the wee toilet there. Oh, thank God there's a toilet. And then I'll, oh, there's a couple. Okay. And then, and then I'll I thought you up. were just having a slash off the... I'll just, <laughs> just do the banister. Halfway up the stairs, there's a bin. Right? Yeah, there's a... Uh, <laughs> back lady opens up. <laughs> so, so the, tour, the tour is sort of everywhere, but then you're doing... Up here, you're doing the SSE. SSE, yeah, doing a couple of nights in the Millennium Forum. When's and the SSE doing show? February the 16th. So like next is it a Friday or Saturday? Ah, is it a Friday? It's a Friday. That's yeah, a Friday. So like yeah. next, next next Friday. Oh, Friday, yeah. Friday this week. This Friday. This week. Get your tickets now if there's any left. Yeah. Unreal. I uh it's great on there. It's good atmosphere. Yeah. It's just it's like, different. We were talking like earlier about like where's where's good. I, I, I to be fair, the vol they've all been good in different ways, but the the waterfront is cool. Like we went and saw Brian Cox in the waterfront there like uh last week. It was fucking unbelievable. Like really? just for that show was amazing, and then we saw Frankie Boyle in it as well. It was good, like um, yeah. Again, I did that. In middle, I put that in the diary in the middle of the pandemic because yeah. I was just like, I want to do something different. I want to do something kind of cool. 
and why not do an ice hockey arena? It's insane. It's class. It, it, you know what? It's it much was. better than you think it's going to be as well. You walk in and then you hear the sound because they've done so much stuff because you lads are doing so much stuff here yourself and Shane and and everybody else. Um, they've gotten used to setting it up. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so first time I did it, I was like, this is deadly. This yeah. is a proper game. It was, it was brilliant. Like, I mean, I just, um, I was talking about it there yesterday. Um, I often talk about my uh, great successes, but I'm, I, uh, normally joking, I was talking about it there to somebody there the other day and it, it is mental. Like, it was, it was just mad. So like, I know it's gonna be a great gig, but um, and then the tour. When when do you finish up? When when are you uh, taking, I'm thinking we break. I'm thinking about doing Edinburgh. I'm oh. uh, so I don't uh, the festival, but but only maybe for a couple of weeks, I, and I, then it'll I be done. I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna do it this year. I did a triathlon. I didn't do it last year, so I had the whole summer back, and I did Didn't a triathlon. triathlon. And, and yeah, yeah, and well, like the sprint distance. But I suppose the point is that you get your full summer back, and you're like a very happy person. Yeah, <laughs> you're like yeah. I'm not in May going. Oh, I have to do a preview of this, you know, show that's kind of rough. You're just enjoying yourself. You yeah, know? I I don't know if I can be arsed to it this year. Yeah, because yeah, it it fucking made. Did you do the full run though? Yeah, yeah, it, the full run. I've, I mean, it, I've done that a million times in two. It broke me spiritually. I, t- I tell you, the first time I did it, um, my agent gave me a box of chocolates. I don't know if I said this to you. Have I told you this? No. She goes, "Congratulations, you, congratulations! You've done your first Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Here's a box of chocolates, and this is." You know you haven't done well for numbers when you've given everybody in the audience a chocolate from a small box of chocolates and haven't gotten through to the second layer <laughs> of the box of chocolates. There was still <laughs> oh, like mate. a good five chocolates left. Fuck's sake. Yeah. That's rough. Like I just, uh, there's things about it I really liked and then there was things about it. I think, I think one of the things for me was because my show was quite late. Yeah. I sort of felt every day like I'm just waiting on doing it. Yeah, yeah. So sort of just That's a bit weird. Just clawing at your fucking hopes, you know. Uh, it was nice though that the, having the late show was good though because then you could do other ones. Yeah, but you can also maybe like, you know, you can see what the sales are like that day, and you can maybe either throw on a promotion or you know with flyering late, like people are maybe going, they're looking for something to do that night. You yeah, know I mean, or they've seen something, they're like, "Fuck, I might stay out." So you sort of it sort of had like a bit of a vibe. How late like was it? Up, like starting at half ten. Okay. So, like, it wasn't, like, super late, but it's late enough where you're getting people that maybe had a few pints, but they're not absolutely wrecked, you know what I mean? So, right. Because there's obviously, like, you know, shows that are starting at half three and people are putting ping pong balls up their fucking <laughs> noses, up their noses, and all sorts of things. And you're just like, it's fucking weird. Um, but, no, listen, thanks for um, thanks for coming on and hearing me. This is what I'm, like, on four hours sleep. I'm sorry. Like, I, I uh, Im- enjoyed it immensely. I'd like to see you in two hours sleep. I've, 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 <laughs> I think this is you are a scientific experiment waiting to happen. I reckon we can break you. See what happens if we remove the sandwiches from his life. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm just. Uh, He's just did a seven hour podcast reviewing films he hasn't yet seen. He's had an hour of sleep. Trailers, trailers. It was amazing. Beekeeper 2, he's shite. It's not even him in the mask. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I hope I hope in Beekeeper it starts off with Statham in, you know, in Healy Res in Clorgland, you know what I mean? <laughs> Can you imagine if Selling honey and Kerry, like you Can know imagine, <laughs> Yeah, your your uncle or from Kerry and you gave him so, like a jar of honey and she channeled You <laughs> You want to know where we have the gold <laughs> <laughs> All right, well here listen, thanks for uh thanks for coming in. Go see Neil in uh, in the SSE on this Friday, sixteenth of February, and uh, all yeah. everywhere around as well, and everywhere, and everywhere. Uh, links in the description, and uh, yeah, take it easy, and we will see you in the next one. Cheers. Peace. Oh, no.